I'm Joni from Columbus, Ohio, and I recommend 3C Body Shop. Nobody wants to go back twice in one year for accident repairs. But after my first experience with 3C, it made perfect sense for me. 3C worked with my insurance and everything was handled perfectly. I'd recommend 3C to my friends, my family, and anyone that has been in an accident. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. Welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast. I am your host, Ben Dieter. Always glad when you take the time to listen. Uh, You have many different ways now to listen to this podcast, including iTunes on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're on Google Podcasts. uh, We're on Radio Public. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on Podbean and many other places. Pretty much wherever you find your podcast, you can subscribe to the new Ranger Report podcast. And then, of course, you can also find us on our website, therangerreport.com. You can drop me a line anytime on Twitter at The Ranger Report. On Facebook, look up The Ranger Report. Or my email is ben at therangerreport.com. Also, we have a Patreon. We would love for you guys to check it out and consider donating to keep everything up and running on this podcast. Um, We would appreciate it, and we would thank you for that. Um, All right, this week's podcast, we're going to talk to uh, one of our listeners who sent in a voicemail, which you can do on Anchor. If you go to Anchor, the Ranger Report, there's a place to do that. There'll also be a link on my Twitter and Facebook. If you ever want to leave us a comment, we will try to get as many of them as we can on the air. Uh, I'll answer his question that he had for me, and then I will talk to Jeff Wilson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Of course, Rangers beat writer, been doing it for a long time. Um, Good interview, just talking about how things progressed and now how things are going with the season getting underway. And then I will talk to Rangers Radio Network, Jared Sandler. We'll talk to him about his job and about uh, how he got into it and a little bit about the season as well. Really good interview. I think you guys are going to enjoy that one a bunch. Uh, Normally we will do uh, This Week in Rangers History and Week in Review and uh, a top 10 countdown of something, things like that, that I'll throw into each episode because of the two interviews. This episode is already running longer than I wanted it to. I try to keep them around 30 or 35 minutes, just not to waste too much of your time, uh, just to have you guys enjoy a short podcast and get on with your day. But this one's going to be a little bit longer, but I think you're really going to enjoy it because of the interviews with Jeff and uh, Jared. So that to look forward to. So uh, anyway... So I opened up the share line, and I got a great comment on our commentary line from the show we aired on Monday from a gentleman named Jeff Dawson. I had mentioned on the show that the fight scene between owners versus players or billionaires versus millionaires, and I said something about the owners not not being willing to show their books to the players. Well, let me play. Here are Jeff's comments that he had for us. Let me play them for you here. Good evening, Ben. This is in response to your part one podcast of the 2020 season. I know everyone that has gotten involved in this wants to go after the owners because they're billionaires. As as you stated out, it was billionaires versus millionaires. I look at it this way. These are not public companies. They do not have to give the results out. They don't have to show their tax returns. I've been in construction. If I was making eighty or a hundred thousand dollars 
and the owner of the company was making five to 10 million, that really wasn't any of my business. I was making a good living. I was happy with that. So Jeff made some good points. I mean, it sound like I thought the owners should show their books to everybody, or at least to the players, but in, in actuality, that is not my honest or true opinion. I did not script my monologue, which I usually try to do, so I say exactly what I mean to say. Jeff makes a great point about the companies being private, not publicly owned companies, and the owners have no obligation to show their books to anyone. I don't know about you, but I'll probably never make a billion dollars over my lifetime. Probably not even more than, you know, a billion, maybe two if I'm really lucky. I don't understand the accounting that goes into running a or managing a Major League Baseball team or the finances that go into it. And I doubt any of the players really understand what the owners are uh, dealing with as well. I could not have brought, or it, it could not have brought any good results for the owners at all. I was just, and still am, disappointed at the way all of this went down with the beginning of the season. I'm glad that we can now move on and actually start talking about baseball taking place in between the lines instead of between the owners and the players association. Admittedly, we were, a lot of us, angry about the way it was going, and I, for one, was trying to make sense of it in my own brain. So I'd like to thank Jeff for pointing out some good facts to all of us. Coming up after the break, we're going to speak to Jeff Wilson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram about the upcoming season, so don't go anywhere. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions, like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, so if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. We are joined by Jeff Wilson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Jeff, how are you today? Uh, very well. How about you? Doing good. Uh, let's start with the announcement that spring trainings were shut down and everybody was coming back to the Metroplex area. Um, how long did you guys think it was going to be before we got back to baseball? You know, it's it pretty crazy because uh, <clears throat> I flew in on <clears throat> that Wednesday and, and as I left the house to go uh, meet T.R. Sullivan for dinner, um, they, they had announced that, that the Utah jazz players had tested positive. And then we got, I got to the, the restaurant, which is a bar. I'm not going to lie. It's a bar. And, uh, <laughs> within 30 minutes, the NBA had canceled its season and TR and I were, were, were just like, Oh boy, you know, <laughs> here, here it comes. And, uh, you know, sure enough, the next, the next day was a Rangers off day, but they did cancel, uh, spring training at that point. And, um, we weren't sure, you know, uh, you know, we, we, we could have seen it a, a bunch of different ways, but I didn't, 
I didn't think it would last this long. And, and I think part of that is because I was naive enough to think that the owners and players would, would, uh, you know, quickly come to a resolution, find an agreement, recognize what, what, what an opportunity it was for the game. But, um, unfortunately that didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't think it would last this long, but I, I did think we were in for, um, early June was always my, my prediction. All right, that leads me into my next question. You know, fans were mad at the players and owners. How badly do you think this whole thing was handled uh, on the side of the players and the owner? Because it felt like they could have done a better job and it was handled really badly. How do you guys in the media see that? Well, I mean, I, I, there, I, I don't, I don't know the how to put it into words because uh, they, they. It, it was just complete short-sightedness. It's like they didn't see the long-term picture. And, and these are these are people, uh, the owners, who who are independently wealthy w- w- before they ever got into uh, buying a baseball team. You know, and 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 when they sell their team, they're going to make a ton of money because of the way franchise values have gone up. But in, in the short term. They, they just saw the losses. They didn't, they didn't see the opportunity and, you know, baseball could have been playing for two months um, or, or, you know, six weeks or even, even a month free of competition from any other sport and, and people who've been dying for live sports. And, you know, I'm one of them there. You know, I, I watched the, like, I watched that Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, uh, Tom, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning thing. Like it was, uh, uh, you know, uh, breaking news. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get away from it. So, and, and everybody saw the ratings for that. So, so baseball should have, should have been able to see, these are smart people. They should have been able to see the opportunity of acquiring new fans, getting all of their money and, 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 you know, in future seasons and all of that. So, and this is a sport that needs fans. Let, let's, let's be perfectly honest. It's America's pastime really in name only. I think that it's very clear the, the, the NFL has passed it by and, and, and the NBA is running circles around really all sports with how they're run, but um, they, they just, they just blew it. And, and, and then to blow it so publicly by, by leaking things to the media. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm a reporter, so I, I welcome the leaks, but my God, it's, uh, it's, it was, it, it was just handled so poorly and has left the, the game. So, so scarred. And in the process, a, a lot of fans have jumped ship. Did you ever think there was a point in this process where the owners wanted to completely scrap the 2020 season? Yeah, I, I do. I think I think that there's, <clears throat> yeah. Look, there's there's thirty of these guys, right? And 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 they're in uh, what 20, 28 different markets. So so every market is different, yeah. You know, and, and or I guess twenty seven markets, whatever, twenty six markets. Anyway, um, they're all different, and and even within those markets, they're different. You know, the uh, San Francisco and Oakland are <laughs> are basically you know they're in the Bay Area, but it's entirely different. So, um, you know, every, every every team has its own problems, and and I'm sure that there were were, were teams who uh, saw how much money they stood to lose and didn't didn't want to didn't want to put on any games. You know, and, and I don't think I don't think that you know this, this sounds nasty, but I don't think that that COVID nineteen uh, is, is at all a major factor in what these owners were were, were thinking. You know, I, I I really think that they look at players as pawns. You know, they can say that they care about their players and all of this, but I think that that what they've shown the last month um, and really even further than that is, is the exact opposite. You know, the the players are their product, but they don't value the product as people. And and I just think that. Um, 
uh, you know, if, if I have to lay blame on somebody like more than the other, it's definitely ownership in my mind, just because of, of how uh, they, they didn't negotiate in good faith. And, and uh, to your point, I think there's a, a, a faction within there that, that, that was hoping uh, against having a season. All right. Baseball is a game of superstitions. And every time the Rangers have opened a brand new ballpark, the season has been shortened somehow. Do you think uh, superstition holds true on that? Or do you think it's just an odd coincidence? Well, I, I don't know. You know, I, I think it's a game, uh, you know, really odd coincidence, but you know, kind of you know, the, the Rangers here have been, you know, when they, there, there was the segment of the, the fan base, who still strongly believe in the curse of Nolan Ryan and that getting rid of Nolan Ryan sent the, sent the franchise tumbling. And, you know, in 2014, wasn't all the injuries and, and the decision to, to, to hold a, a, a mid season tryout camp, you know, cause they, you know, people don't then recognize that the Rangers won the division the next two years. So, um, you know, it, it, it's funny though. I mean, I think it's hilarious, you know, cause what 72, there was the strike and then, Obviously, '94 there's the strike, and this year there's this, and um, yeah, maybe that, maybe that's a message. Stop stop building ballparks, especially if you don't need them. I can understand tearing down the old the Arlington Stadium, but you know, maybe 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 this is the baseball gods telling the Rangers something. Yeah, I agree. I'm really going to miss the uh, the old ballpark at Arlington. Um, well, let's move on. The Rangers have announced, or baseball has announced, they're going to expand to 60 man rosters. Uh, to go into the major league season with the way it's going. Do you have any clue who you think might wind up on that 60 man roster for the Rangers? Well, I I think they know, I think that most of them have been told, but the way that John Daniels does things, he just, he doesn't, he doesn't announce anything till, till every uh, uh, I has been dotted and T has been crossed. But yeah, I I think um, you can kind of look at the, the spring roster. Uh, Sam Huff was a non-roster invite. I, I, I'd be really surprised if he wasn't in this group. Um, you know, I think I think the Rangers want to see Josh Young move quickly, um, and and he in spring training was very visible, uh, participated in a lot of Cactus League games and inter squad games. So I would expect uh, Josh Young to be part of this group, um, and, and and then I I I know that Alex Spees will be. Uh, will we'll be part of it. You know, the, the Rangers always like to have those guys uh, like Emmanuel Classe, you know, last year there, you know, you, you can go back and just chart the guys who have, who've come up, uh, started at low levels and impressed and uh, made, made their major league debut in the same season. So I think that Spees, who's, you know, we, we've all heard is throwing 102 miles an hour. Um, he, he could be a guy who, who, if the Rangers are in a playoff race, uh, and and who's to say they won't be with this this season short in the sixty games? He's a guy that could come up, you know, in and and make a difference in the bullpen. You know, at one hundred and two miles an hour, and apparently he's able to control it, which he wasn't able to do before his Tommy John uh, surgery. You know, that's that's that can be pretty overpowering and make a difference in a bullpen. And so, uh, I, I think that those are three to start with. I don't know about Hans Kraus or Cole Wynn guys like that because i i don't think 